Yo, 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 what's going on, man? Top of the morning to the boys and the girls of the gambling community, man. Today is February the 1st, first day of February 2023. It's your boy Chris, and this is the Cash It With Chris NBA betting show slash podcast uh, live right now on uh, YouTube. Uh, record it for you guys to go back and listen to later on at, uh, uh, you know, via via um, via all the podcast streaming platforms. Sorry. <laughs> uh spotify youtube uh apple Podcasts, all those podcast networks so let me see if i can get my audio correct okay that shit that should change the audio make it a tad bit better but uh real quick man uh you know the, the podcast is brought to you guys as always by the basketball forever podcast network it's a lot of great podcasts that are going on over there so if you guys are looking for you know, even more content, basketball content, check out the Basketball F- Podcast Forever Network. I just so happen to do the gambling podcast, but there's a bunch of podcasts going on over there. Um, and real quick on the recap, because we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, got a lot to share with you guys. Uh, we had a we had a pretty a pretty successful night. It wasn't as successful as I wanted to be. I gave out five plays yesterday and went three and two. Uh, and was still frustrated, man, because it just feels like it feels like when they, when there's something that could go wrong, it, it goes wrong. And yesterday uh, was really, really, uh, you know, really high on Anthony Davis, and he did everything he could not to get that uh, tenth rebound in the fourth quarter and in overtime. It was really, really weird, man. Really weird. Only had four rebounds at halftime. Picked it up in the third quarter, just snatching rebounds left and right. Then he goes the whole fourth quarter in the overtime and doesn't get a rebound extremely frustrating there and then the bucks uh couldn't get it done in the first half i really like the first half spot i did add the uh bucks team total in the first quarter over and that was a sweat bet as well but that one did cash to make it a positive day lebron james this is something to kind of take into consideration for you guys lebron james has now gone over his rebounds and assist line 15 straight times i talked about it yesterday on the, the Crispy Captain NBA show, um, 15 straight times now LeBron has gone over. So yesterday was 14 in a row. Uh, he did it again last night. It was a it was this non sweat cash as well. So uh, yeah, yeah, really, really, really good one there. Um, and what else did we cash on? We cashed on the Clippers. Ended up taking the Clippers minus the two and a half, minus the three, uh, and they got it done last night. Come from behind, went in Chicago last night. So. Uh, let's get into today, man. Let's get into today. Hopefully we can find some spots that we like. It's a lot of games going on. It's a lot of information that we don't have right now. Uh, a lot of lines still aren't available as always early in the morning, but I'm here to kind of give you guys what I have on these games. So let's jump into it, man. I'm, I'm interested in sharing with you guys what I have. So uh, first game up I want to talk about is the Magic and the 76ers game. So Interestingly enough, you guys see the total at so Magic will be uh, facing the the 76ers again. This is the second game of one of those two game back to back type things with one day of rest in between. The spread you guys see on the board on the on the screen is eight and a half, but when I saw it last night when I was capping it, it's actually nine and a half. So uh, soft the soft spread was nine and a half. It's already come down to eight and a half. Of course, like I said, these two teams just played each other. The Magic covered. Not just did they cover, they won that game outright as 10.5-point dogs. This is the Magic third game of a five-game road trip. They play the Timberwolves next on Friday. Uh, That's a revenge game for them because the Timberwolves did beat them, I want to say. I think the Timberwolves did beat them the last time they played earlier. Yeah, Timberwolves smacked them last time that they played earlier in in, uh, Orlando. I, I vividly remember that game. Timberwolves jumped out on them early. 
uh, Sixers seven game uh, road trip, just a uh, seven game winning streak just snapped the other day. Uh, this is the last of a four game homestand before they travel to San Antonio to take on the Spurs uh, in the in the next few days. So uh, it's a lot going on with this game, man. On one side, Wendell Carter Jr. is also listed as questionable. I think that's important to, to mention because, you know, he, he anchors that defense uh, specifically down low, you know, trying to trying to slow down the beat as much as possible. Uh, he's listed as questionable. And then on the opposite side, you still get him listed as questionable. Um, so th- I think that one makes this one extremely difficult to cap just because last game we had to wait all the way until, until game time to find out if Embiid was actually going to play. So I, I don't know about, I, I don't know about with this one. I do think that, you know, 76 is shit take this game a tad bit more serious. I, if the B doesn't play, I would definitely be looking at James Harden triple double. And I'd be looking at his rebounds plus assists, probably his PRA to go over as well. Points, rebounds and assists. Uh, and one thing we know about the six is if, uh, the magic. If they're going to give up points, it's typically going to be, um, you know, to the three point line. And I saw the magic plan stifling defense in the fourth quarter against the, the 76ers the other day. They, they were switching everything. Uh, the 76ers couldn't get a shot off. They scored 19 points in the fourth quarter of that game. And that, and that was one of the reasons why the magic were able to win is because they have a lot of length, a lot of athleticism, a lot of guys that can switch because everybody's pretty tall and everybody can kind of move their feet. Uh, and we saw the set. We saw that given the, if you watch that game at the end, you saw the 76ers have trouble trying to score the ball. So, uh, those are my thoughts in that game. I'm not picking a side. I'm not picking a prop uh, just because, like I said, we got a lot of information that we don't have. Uh, let's go to the Wizards in the 76ers game. So last night, this was at six and a half. I'm sorry. This was at uh, this was at uh, six. So soft total. I mean, I'm sorry. Soft spread had the, the, the Pistons catching six points as a home dog against the Washington Wizards. The total in that one was 236 and a half. Now, uh, you see it at total is so open at 234 and a half. It looks like it's been bet up already to 236 and a half. And, and we know why, right? The, the one thing about one thing about the Pistons that, that hasn't, that hasn't changed all year is that when they're at home and they're a dog, they don't play any defense. They, they tried to play some defense the other day when they were playing against the, uh, the, the, the Dallas Mavericks, but at home, especially as a home dog, this team doesn't play any any defense at all. So what I want to do is just real quickly, I want to show you guys. Um, I'm going to share my screen and show you guys why a lot of people just instantly just jump straight on uh, over for the Pistons game. So if you just do a simple query of Pistons at home as a dog, you guys can see right here. That they are 14, 8, and 14 and 8. So if you just blindly bet the Pistons to go over their team, to go uh, the game to go over when they're at home, you see that you're, you're profitable 64% of the time, which is a pretty good hit rate. Um, as you come down, you see that, you know, even in their last five games, it looks like two of them have gone under, but three of them have gone over. Uh, and then, you know, you just kind of take a deeper dive. So Maybe if it's a conference game, because th- this is a conference game, of course, with the Washington Wizards. You can see that they're seven and five to the over. So that percentage drops down to 58. So uh, they also lose these games. You see one and 11, only four and eight against the spread. So if you faded them every time, 67 percent of the time you would cash your bet. Uh, and they're losing by average of uh, looks like 11 points, uh, 121 to 110. So 
just wanted to kind of show you guys the process of, you know, looking at these, looking at these teams and these games in these specific situations, <clears throat> excuse me. What I had on this game was uh, Wizards last game of a five game road trip for them. Dave it's crazy to think that the Wizards have, have won six games and covered all six. It started when Bradley Bill came back against the Washington Wizards uh, two weeks ago. And this team is hot, man. They just beat the, the San Antonio Spurs by 19 the other day. Typically, teams can struggle sometimes, uh, you know, on the last leg of that back-to-back, just wanting to hurry up and get back home. But uh, the Wizards already beat the Pistons. They beat the Pistons pretty bad earlier in the season when they weren't in this good this, this good of form. Uh, I, I want to say they beat them. Uh, they beat uh, they beat them one twenty to ninety nine in DC already. Um, Detroit coming back home off the loss to Dallas. So that's something else you could look at. You could look at uh, Detroit as a previous uh away away loss and now they're a home dog and you see in this spot that they're only two and six and uh against the spread and one and seven straight up real quick i'll i'll share that with you guys as well uh almost live capping this one but I, I got some work to do on this one you guys can see here this is when the pistons are coming back home off a loss uh and they're a home dog you guys see that they're losing by by average of about seven points you guys can see the consistent uh, you know, losses in a row right here as well. Uh, three, four, five, six, six losses in a row before winning the last one against the Pistons. So uh, when they're coming back home off a loss and they're home dog, they don't do well in that spot. Five and three to the over as well. Uh, interestingly enough, as uh, far as injury report in this one, we do have some injury news. So I know that um, I know that uh, Daniel Gafford, who is the best uh, interior defender for the Washington Wizards is listed as questionable in this one. I think his his presence is going to be uh, extremely important. <clears throat> Excuse me. His his presence is going to be extremely important um, when you got guys, uh, you know, banging down low, trying to get rebounds. So Corey Joseph is listed as out. Uh, Gafford is listed as questionable with an illness. They will have Porzingis, but with Gafford out, Porzingis in, to me, that screams over. I expect the total to go up. Just haven't got there fully on that one. Those are my thoughts on that game. Uh, Blazers and the Grizzlies is the next game I want to touch on just a tad bit. So we don't have a lot of – we're missing some stuff on this game. Um, and I, I'm also wanted to look at this game from a prop perspective. Nurkic and uh, both uh, Josh Hart are listed as probable. Danny Green is also listed as probable. He could make his, uh, his return – for a season debut today because he hasn't played a game. So uh, Blazers, first road game after a six-game road trip. They play in D.C. on Friday. This is a revenge game for Portland as well. Memphis did go into that building and beat them 111 to 106 uh, earlier this year. The Grizzlies, second uh, and final home game of a two-game homestand. They're on the front end of a back-to-back. They travel to Cleveland tomorrow. Uh, they had five losses in a row on the road on that road trip before they came home. And they had to come back from double digits to beat the Pacers the other day as well on Sunday. Bain is listed as questionable. Like I said, Danny Green could make his season debut today, and Steven Adams is still out. So one thing I was looking at, and I got a I got a two two looks I got for this game. The first one is the Grizzlies first quarter, right? I wanna I think there's substance to fading the uh road team that's coming off five, six straight games at home and they're having to go on the road. So I think if the Grizzlies want to win this one, they should come out early. Uh, typically, that's how they've been playing, but it'd be nice to have Desmond Bain in. I feel like without Desmond Bain, 
without Steven Adams, that's too much. Then you throw Danny Green in there, uh, you know, trying to get him acclimated. This will be his first game, like I said, if he does play tonight. I think that's too much to overcome. So I think um, if they can get Desmond Bain in, I'm going to be looking at the Grizzlies first quarter. Uh, also, uh, I think and, – and he uh, he cashed, uh, cashed Cal the other day in the game against the, the Indiana Pacers. I do think you got to look at Jared Jackson Jr. in this one. With no Steven Adams, they've slid him into the five position. Brandon Clark and uh, Tillman been running the four. And I do think that, you know, we, we, we've we been cashed. We've cashed on the Blazers. We've cashed on opposing big men against the Blazers uh, a few times this season. Thomas Bryant went went off in a, in a game. And then we also cashed with Yaka Perto in the second leg of a back-to-back. So I'd be looking at Jared Jackson points. Maybe it's points plus rebounds in this spot because the Blazers do give up a lot of points and a lot of rebounds to opposing big men. So that's how I'd be looking. I know Precious Achua just had a big game against them. That's how I'd be looking at this one. Jared Jackson Jr. over his points and rebounds and the Grizzlies, their first quarter, whatever the spread is, I think they should come out here and jump out early. Not, neither one of those officials, but that, that's what that would be how, how, I look and how I'm looking to attack that game. Uh, next game up I want to touch on just a tad bit is the uh the Kings and the Spurs game. So spreading this one is seven and a half in favor of the uh visiting Sacramento Kings. The Kings are seven and three straight up, six, three, and one against the spread in the last 10. They're 14 and eight ATS on the road, which is one of the better road ATS records because a lot of teams have actually been struggling on the road. This is the third game of a six-game road trip for the Kings as well. They have a clean injury report, everybody should be in. You look at San Antonio, this team has taken a step back recently. They're just uh one and nine straight up, three and seven against the spread uh in their last 10. Coming off a 21-point home loss against the Washington Wizards. This is home game number three of four during their home stand. Uh they lost and failed to cover five straight games, though. So uh, I think there's some substance to that. You know, th- this team is really struggling to score the ball recently. I know that a few of their games have actually gone under. And then even if they, you know, even if they do score, one thing they're not going to do is they're not going, they're not going to play too much defense. Uh, this one's pretty easy, man. Sacramento or nothing for me. Uh, Sacramento has already beat this team twice this season. They covered both spreads. One, one was in San Antonio. One was in Sacramento. And and I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think the pivot is uh, a team total. Uh, I know Sa- Sacramento team total is going to be pretty high. Look at the total for the game is 244 points. You divide that by two, you get 122, and then you take that and add uh, four, so 126 and a half. I think I know that that number is high, but I would be looking at Sacramento to be able to get to 126 and a half. I think that that's the play in this game. The two games the Sacramento played San Antonio already this season, they scored 132 in the first one and 130 in the second one. So I think that they can get to 125, 126 in this spot. The Kings typically don't play as well offensively on the road as they do at home. But I think and, – and they are coming off a win as well. They did beat the Minnesota Timberwolves in the second leg of that kind of, you know, back-to-back that they had in, in Minnesota, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, uh, just last week. So um, I think I pivot towards the, the Kings team total. You also – just taking a look at at the the the, the, Sacramento, the San Antonio Spurs – this team is, when I say really struggled to, to guard anyone, this team has been giving up points left and right. Every team pretty much goes over their team total. Uh, the last game, like I said, did go under. The Wizards scored 127. The Phoenix Suns scored 118. The Clippers scored 138. The Lakers only had 114, but 13. That was the second leg of a back-to-back. 
Portland scored 147 against them. The Clippers 131. And one thing we know about the Senate, about uh, the Spurs is they love to get out, fly, and push the pace. So I do anticipate this total going up. And if you like it, you might want to get on this one now. Not official play for me yet because I got a little more work to do on it. But I'd be looking towards that. That team. I don't even know if the team total is actually available yet. Uh, nah, team total is not even available. But I will say this. Team totals typically become available about 8.30 a.m. So if you like the team total, I think this is one that you can play just because there, there's not, not a lot on the injury report. You got a clean injury report for Sacramento. They, they also need to keep stacking up wins. The Clippers won last night. With the Clippers winning last night, they're right on the tail of this uh, the Sacramento Kings team in the for third place in the Western Conference. So you, you you continue to need to win. I think Sacramento, the thing that they do best is score the ball, and I do think that you know the the, the Spurs should be able to keep up with them. So I like that game to go over. Uh, you could also pivot towards a you know a team total over for Sacramento. Like I said, they already scored one thirty twice. And uh, if you get the total early, then you don't have to worry about, uh, you know, getting it steam when it's steam later. So that's what I got for you guys there. That's what four games in the books. Uh, let's touch on one more real quick. I'm 17 minutes in, but I, I got time. I got time for one more. So next game up. And let me see what y'all saying in the comment section real quick before I touch on these games. Uh, top of the morning, Wayne. Uh, Chris said, uh, Wayne said, Chris, we need you on Jay Money Show every day before NBA tip off. Hey, that was fun yesterday, man. I enjoyed doing Jay Money Show. That's my brother, man. I love Jay Money to death. One of the guys that I actually look up to a lot in this space, man. Jay is uh, top notch, top notch for sure. Always try to catch Jay's show when I can. Uh, appreciate you as well, Anthony. Uh, good morning, KC. What up, Derek? Derek said, What up, Chris? Uh, in the chat, uh, betting has been brutal. <laughs> Uh, Brian, what's happening? Took Magic plus nine and a half, going right back to the window with with this one. Sixers might uh, win, but less than ten for sure. I agree with that, Brian. I I, I want to make sure we have all the pieces to the puzzle as far as Wendell Carter Jr. as far as B status. But I do think that you know even if they win the game, I don't see the Magic losing by by ten points when they've had a day of rest. This team is not going to lose too many games by ten points, man. So I like that as well. Brian said, like the Wizards and the Thunder spread too. Uh, fading bottom tier teams rest of the season should be profitable. That's a fact, Brian. I like that a lot as well. And I'm not going to touch on that Rockets game, but I do think that there's some substance to taking the Thunder. The Thunder, however, one thing I looked at, and because they have already lost to this team, the Thunder have already lost to, to the Houston Rockets, which I know that, that sounds puzzling. But, um, you know, I think that there is some substance to uh, – the spread is already moving, right? The the, the Oklahoma City Thunder are uh, – a six point favorites now because that line actually opened at, at five and a half last night and they've already lost to the Houston Rockets. They lost to the Houston Rockets and they also have another game with the Houston Rockets in three days. They play again on February the 4th. They lost to the Houston Rockets 118 to I'm sorry. No, they didn't. I'm tripping. Uh, this was actually no, no. Yes, they did. They did. I'm, I, I thought I saw that right. They lost to the Houston Rockets 118 to 105. Now, Sengun is supposed to be back for this game. I saw him uh, upgraded to uh, probable. He's off the injury report, but they will. The Houston Rockets will be without uh, their two primary ball handlers in this one. No Kevin Porter Jr. and uh, no no Jalen Green as well. So OKC, it is their first game after, I want to say, let's see what I had in my notes. I think first game after, I know it was a tad bit of a road trip for OKC. They 
they played uh, – I said I wasn't going to talk about the game. The first thing I do is start talking about the game. Thunder, first road game after a three-game homestand. They lost to Golden State by eight uh, in their last game two nights ago. This, like I said, this is a revenge spot. They lost 118 to one, uh, 105 to 118. Dort is out indefinitely. They're not sure how long he's going to be out. The way I read that is that he'll probably be out through the All-Star break. Houston coming off a win in Detroit in the tank bowl of the season. This team was – you know, not trying to go out there and win a game, man. And they happen to, to fall into a win. Both teams rested everybody. Both teams tried to tank harder than the other team. And somehow, the, you know, the Houston Rockets were able to win that game. Like I said, Jalen Green and Kevin Porter Jr. already being rolled out. If you like the Thunder, go ahead and jump on them early because I do anticipate this line moving up. Also, couldn't talk anybody off looking at a Thunder team over. Uh, team total to go over. And uh, it was, uh, let's see. This, so the spread, so the, the spread, is, the total is two thirty. You divide that two thirty by two. That's one fifteen, and then you add uh, three points. So one eighteen is what it looks like the total is for the Oklahoma City Thunder. I think that they should be able to get there. I do think there's also some substance, and this is the last thing I'm gonna say before I get up out of here. I do think that there's some substance to the Houston the Houston Rockets. If you guys don't know, they have the worst second half offense in the NBA. They're averaging like 47, 48 points. And the fourth quarter specifically is the worst spot for the Houston Rockets. Their offense, they just run out of offense. I'm not sure exactly what it is. I, from what I watch, they play a lot slower. I know that even if the game's close, they're going to try to lose because they really want Victor Wimbanyana and they're in a really good position to get them so far this season. So I will be looking towards uh, just taking, you know, whatever the halftime spread is, Take the halftime spread uh, for, for the Thunder if you don't want to lay, you know, the big number. Uh, you don't want them to win by, you know, six, seven, eight points. Now, should they? Absolutely. They can come in here and smoke this Houston Rockets team and get their revenge in this spot. But if you don't want to do that, play it live. I think there's some substance to playing it live, especially, like I said, no Jalen Green, no Kevin Porter Jr. I do think that the line moves up. It was five last night. And like I said, it's already up to five and a half and six. So that's what I got for you guys there. Uh, what do you think about Jalen doing rebound sitting at eight and a half versus the Wizards? Curtis said, I think there's some substance to playing uh, Jalen Durham rebounds as well tonight, uh, especially if Daniel Gafford doesn't go because then Porzingis has to play the five. He has, he isn't as aggressive as a rebounder as, uh, as um, what's the guy name as, as Daniel Gafford is. So I like that. I like that. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, I sent that tip to you, bro. This is the homie from last night. Oh, hey, I appreciate that, bro. I, I told you don't even send it. I said keep it, man. But uh, if you sent it, I appreciate it, man. When y'all win money off, off the show, all I want y'all to do is go leave me a good review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Uh, I don't I don't want any money from you guys, man. I want my money from the books. We had to smack the books up, take their money. But I, I, I get a place to y'all because I want y'all to win too, man. I don't want, I don't want no money for y'all. That's why I'm charged for picks. But I appreciate that. What's up, Free Minds? Frank, let's go. Andrew in the building. What's up? Chris, we need to read your mind with the uh, Jared Jackson Jr. Chris, you read my mind with the Jared Jackson Jr. points plus rebound. He got to get in there, Raptors fan. <clears throat> he got to. It's a Jared Jackson Jr. type of night. And perfect matchup, right? Perfect matchup without Stephen Adams. So Stephen Adams is without a timetable to return as well. He's going to be out. What happens when, <clears throat> excuse me, what happens when guys have to step up is, uh, uh, you know, you you want to buy their props when they're low. I talked about this with Brandon Ingram last night as well. Jared Jackson Jr. numbers probably going to shoot up through the roof 
uh, just because he's going to be asked to do more sliding into that five position, not playing the four. So Jared Jackson Jr. rebounds and just so happened he's playing against the Portland Trailblazers, who are terrible uh, defense when it comes to, uh, you know, guarding opposing big man. I really like it. I haven't even looked at it yet, but that's probably something that I'm going to be on today is Jared Jackson Jr. points plus rebounds. It just makes sense in my head. Uh, I like Jeremy Socon tonight. I couldn't talk you off. Socon's been balling. Uh, I think he's gone over his point prop in five, six straight games. Shout out to the OG Wham for putting me on that one. Uh, Jeremy Socon points for me. Kyrie, 40-plus points in the win at TD Garden tonight. We don't talk about that game because the Boston Celtics do own the Brooklyn Nets, but Boston has not been covering recently. 0-6 straight up. Uh, I mean, 0-6 against the spread in their last six games coming off that game on Saturday where, you know, they beat the Lakers, but they are – just uh what is it i I got it written down and i told y'all i wasn't talking about no more games man but you know what let me talk about let me touch on that real quick i just want to give y'all that stat so um boston own brooklyn uh they have owned brooklyn with or without kd they've they won and covered the last five games including two meetings this season and once already earlier this month but boston is zero and six against the spread in their last six games the Celtics also are weirdly one of the worst rested teams in the league. The Celtics playing on two days or more rest is are two and seven straight up and one and eight uh, against the spread, including eight straight losses when they plan on two days rest or more. So it's 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 a crazy world, man. We know that Boston is one of the better teams on the second leg of a back to back. They also perform well on the third game of four nights. Uh, exceedingly well, like, well, a lot better than you think. But when they get a lot of rest, this team does not play well. Uh, you know, Brooklyn should have vengeance on their mind. I'll probably be looking at Brooklyn plus the points, but I got some more work to do in that game as well. I, I got to get off it, man. It's 25 minutes. I'm going through the comment section. I appreciate y'all for tapping in with me early. A lot of gratitude to you guys. If you could just go to you, go to Spotify, go to Apple Podcasts, wherever you guys stream your podcast from. This will be uploaded probably about 10 minutes after I'm done um and leave me a review man best of luck to you guys and all your action today i will be back 5 15 for the crispy cap and nba show as always uh let's get some cash today man let's cash some tickets man it's a lot of games a lot of interesting spots stay sharp and we will be back at 5 15 for the crispy cap and nba show i'm out